welcome to Behind the Sofa. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Behind the Sofa, where we review the top 100 horror movies of all time. My name's Ollie. And I'm Kirsty. It's half term. Ah! We're on holiday. We've got a few days off together. Sort of rub it in, sheeple. So yeah, anyone who uh, usually listens to us on their Monday morning commute, sorry, we had a bit of a lie-in, so we're now going to be here for your home commute, if that makes sense. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, we're allowed, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> um, what's better, after a, a long day of slaving, slaving at the atom mill, get back and listen to some good old behind the sofa. Yeah, there you go. so you're welcome. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. <laughs> Um, what are we talking about this week? This week is number 74 on our list. This is uh, Mario Barber's 1960 film, Black Sunday. So we've had Black Sabbath already, which came out in 1963, if memory serves correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, they loved Black Sunday so much. Like, everyone was, like, so crazy about it that, like, that led to Black Sabbath, which we loved. So yeah, they had Black- very, very high hopes for this one. Black Sabbath, I think, of all the movies that... That I was new to that we hadn't watched has been my favourite so far. Okay, it is very very good. And what did I think of this one? Ooh, um, you're about to find out. Well, first, um, I have to say that if you um, are not familiar with this film, you totally should be. Um, and if you go to tinyurl.com/slash/watch/black-sunday, you'll be able to see the trailer, which hopefully will whet your appetite for the rest of the film. And on that link as well, you can click through. Um, to get, uh, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can get a free trial of Shudder, which currently has Black Sunday on it. So if you click through there, then uh, you'll be able to watch the film and then listen to the review and see yeah. what you think. So I mean, come on, what more can you ask for? I know. Shudder's awesome as well. So uh, there's loads of good stuff on there. In fact, a good, I'd say, 20 to 30 movies yeah. that are on the list are on big old Shudder. Chunk, yeah. yeah, so big yeah, old chunk, my nickname during <laughs> school. Right. Um, we watched some other movies as well. Maybe we should do a little mini review beforehand. Okay. Before the full. Yeah, go the, for it. I, we watched The Lighthouse. Yep. I thought it was fucking amazing. <laughs> you can see why everyone's gone suddenly nuts for it. Like for me. I think I put up that um, it just gave me it's it's ba- loosely very loosely based on uh, Edgar Allan Poe's like final unfinished work, um, and I could feel like Poe uh, the surrealness of it gave me David Lynch. Um, the, There's definitely some Lovecraft. The Matt, yeah, well. the, the like just some sort of insanity parts of it were like very lovecrafty Mm. so yeah just um would highly recommend checking it out it's i don't know (sighs) did you like it as much as the witch let's put it on front street Mm, no okay because i loved the witch because it's very i mean both of them are like new england based in folk tales and stuff so kind of love it anyway that's like really my my bag so um, I really did enjoy both of them, but The Witch just has a special place in my heart, I think. Yeah. It's the same director, so Robert Eggers is the director of The Witch, uh, which we would highly, highly recommend also, which is not on the list. Is it really not? It's really not, I don't think. Mm, I don't remember might have, We might have to fix We might even have to fix it so The Lighthouse goes on. <laughs> now, here's, now, this is the real thing. Is The Lighthouse a horror movie, or is it a psychological thriller? Um, Big pause. 
I don't know. I mean, I I probably would. It's definitely got horror elements. It's more like a like without giving anything away. It's there's it's not supernatural as such, but like it's definitely like a twisted. I'd say of... I'd say it's got quite a lot in common with The Shining as well. Yeah, so it is a psycholo- it's a psychological movie. I'd I'd say it's a horror movie. Let's but not I wouldn't beat say I wouldn't say it's a thriller. It's just one of those movies that, like, it's got horror elements, but it's just, like, it's got some real, like, hard-to-watch parts in it. But, like, you just, it's just a relentless kind of, yeah. you know, that feeling. I think um, it's one of the best-looking movies I've ever seen. Oh, my God, so It looks good. absolutely beautiful. Every shot is just, like, a, straight out of a, uh, like, a portrait gallery. Yeah, so you should watch it and then do what we did and just devour, like, the behind-the-scenes yeah, making-ofs on YouTube. There's a, yeah, there's a really good documentary on YouTube. Like, I think it's, like, 30, 35 minutes or something like that. It explains how they, you know, did a, achieved a lot of the things. Do not watch this documentary if you've not seen the movie because it gives everything away. Yeah. So after you've watched the movie, go and watch that documentary on YouTube. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think I slightly preferred it to The Witch. Mm. Slight, it's you know what I mean. It's so kind close. of like apples and oranges. They're yeah. very different, but also there's some commonalities. Like they yeah. both taste good. <laughs> um, so delicious films. Delicious. Deli- we're bringing you delicious films. Here, Juicy, so juices running down your cheek. <laughs> um, we, did we ever watch anything? I feel like we said last week that we watched Uncut Gems. We did. Uncut Gems was fucking fantastic as well. Yep, so check that um, out, definitely. Anything else? No. Well, I guess I we better talk about better, better talk about Black Sunday then. Yeah. So this is actually uh, Mario Barber's first credited directorial debut. So he had done debut. Some, debut. So he'd done some um, feature films previously or worked on them, but um, hadn't actually been credited. This is his first like director, Mario Barber. And it went. He went on to have like a, a career and really cement himself as like one of the masters. I think. Do you agree? Well, I've only seen like the this and um, Bay of Blood and uh, and Black Sabbath. And you love them all. And I love them all. Yeah. So this, that's I've got good. to say, the beginning and end, I love, <laughs> love, love, love. There's a big old chunk in the middle where oh, I was like, okay. I completely lost interest. Okay. Well, yeah, this was, so it was um, originally released in 1960, wasn't released in the UK until 1968 because they were all like, oh God, it's really gory and it's well, horrible. That's, that's definitely, I would not agree with them, like mm. that it should be banned and burnt at the stake, but it's fucking gnarly. Yeah. There's loads, there's a bit where, um, who is it? Who gets burnt in the fire? Someone gets burnt in the fire. Oh no, her dad. Like, his dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Prince Prince Vida. Yeah, he gets burnt in the fire, and I was like, "Whoa!" It was like straight up, um, like Indiana Jones, like bubbling, bubbling, waxy, melty faces. And I was like, "This is fucking hardcore." But it holds on it for a good like ten seconds of like. And you say it was in nineteen sixty. Yeah. So this is nineteen sixty nineteen sixty eight. It came out in the UK but as like fairly heavily uncut kind of thing um and then the full uncut version was released in 1992 yeah so it's just just to think about some more images in it scorpions coming out of blank eye sockets so i was like no this is so fucking metal it really is (laughs) but um 
yeah i mean it was it's one of those ones i think um uh i think black sabbath was the same where i still haven't worked it out you tried to explain it to me before why um like italian horror seem to have like multiple names so this was known as um the mask of satan and revenge of the vampire which we'll go into a little bit more like the sort of vampirical elements of it but... well i think um and also another thing mask of satan when mm. when uh asa asa gets, gets the gets the the copper mask like smashed into her face at the beginning with a giant hammer with nails in it mm-hmm. oh that was like blood spurting everywhere i was yeah. like this is fucking gnarly but it was like the they had like a sort of um like a subject view of this uh mask so it was yeah like a like a real ornate sort of devil face mask but on the inside when they turned it around it was just filled with like iron spikes yeah and their light the way they shone the light on it is like it was just casting shadows everywhere so it's just these huge spikes like really menacing heading towards the camera and then this frigging guy like for for people who are against witches they sure like a lot of like ritualistic stuff because they're all like black cowled holding torches huge like muscle bound executioner guys it was it was straight up like a what's the guy like frizzetti you know what i mean like it was like a real this should be a back piece on someone like a giant tattoo it's like like you said, executioner hoods, like massive muscle-bound dudes. Yeah. A witch being burnt at the stake. Yeah. And then also a bunch of kind of like hangers-on who are just sort of like wearing black cowls with the with, with like the tor- torch yeah, lights. Torch so like, oh, villages. It's so cool. It's so good. It was, so, it was like the they, most metal opening to a movie yeah, ever. They place it on her face, and then this executioner guy comes along with like a rudimentary like mallet thing that's made out of a trunk of a tree. With the bark still on it, it's yeah. just so good. And he literally swings it and just like thwacks this mask into her face, and all this blood just like <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's so intense. But it's all in black and white, but still just like has so Looks much impact. Absolutely fantastic. It really I, does. Going back to the lighthouse, a word that I'd use to just describe both of them: atmosphere. Yeah. So much atmosphere in both these movies. Mm-hmm. Just like every every single element you know is is to the benefit of it it all goes towards building this real creepy gothic atmosphere oh, it's so good. um the set design is absolutely fantastic oh. i feel like that t- i don't know if it's in any of your trivia mm. notes or anything like that these places must all have been built they can't be re- mm. none of them can be real mm-hmm. places right no because sets... some of them look so good like especially yeah. the crypt yeah so um the crypt really gave me the black sabbath vibes so yeah, i don't definitely. know if they i couldn't find anything and also the um the christopher lee dracula yes. as well yeah the whole thing is very very dracula so like the the dracula the hammer horror that we reviewed is 1958 so there is possibility that like some um inspiration was taken yeah. from that but uh the sets were all actually designed in monochrome so they had that mm. real dingy dull you know like yeah. moody kind of feel but um the the section where uh is it katia appears with her hounds when she's like what are you yeah, doing yeah. here like in the crypt or whatever like that section of the set uh richard donner borrowed like pretty much entirely that 
for the cemetery scene in the omen oh okay so like it's very it's very very similar and like there's huge scenes from uh bram stoker's dracula i was just about to say bram stoker's borrowed dracula. just completely from this there's like an there's, homage there's that is it the, f- the finale where uh, gary oldman's kind of like being chased down by van helsing mm-hmm. and they end up in that kind of like ruined yep. cathedral yep. i was like this is yeah yep. it reminded me a lot of yep. that and the 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 actual mask scene, the bit that I thought was kind of cool, and I was like, oh yeah, was um, uh, Tim Burton actually says that this is like one of his all time favorite films. Yeah. Like, he loves this film. So um, the people who are fans of uh, his adaptation of Sleepy Hollow, which I love, um, will remember the scene where um, Ichabod Crane, as a child, is remembering his uh, mother being persecuted for being a witch, and she gets put into an Iron Maiden. Um, so anyone who doesn't know what an Iron Maiden is, it's basically a giant case, human-sized case, with spikes on the inside. People are placed inside. When the door closes, they're impaled on the spikes. And so he actually does that in Sleepy Hollow, and it was borrowed from uh, the, the the Mask of Satan that yeah. they use in this movie. So a very yeah. cool mask, by the yeah, way. So cool. I want one. Yeah, you want one. Yeah. Okay. So this is. Set. I was kind of, to be fair. I was kind of disappointed when um, Count. Tell, I keep on Yavutich. 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 Yes. When he took off the mask of Satan mm. to reveal that he basically looked like a cross between one of the Beatles and a bus driver, I was like, oh, I wanted man. him to be really gnarly. Well, and... I just either wanted him a to keep the mask on or b to be cooler looking than he was. Yeah. He looked like I said. He really does look like your uncle or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, I wanted him to look like um like if you're watching this, yeah, I wanted him to look more like he did in his painting. Yeah. Where he's got like the the perfect. Well, he's got like, like a kind of Vlad the Impaler vibe in the original in those paintings. Yeah. So he's got like the goatee, the pointy goatee. He's got the real arched eyebrows. Yeah. He's got the like weird, looks like, like he's got the white eyes. streak in his hair and and everything else. But it was so good. But this is set like I love the fact that they put it in uh, was it Moldavia, which just made me think of Vigo the yeah. Carpathian from Ghostbusters too. Of course. The scourge of the scourge of Moldavia. <laughs> the scourge of Carpathia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But he was um, so they, it opens basically on like Arsa's brother, uh, who has already killed Yavatich, um, which in the original movie it never really translated into yeah. any of the others. That in this movie it makes it seem like they were lovers or co-conspirators and stuff like that. In the original, it was hinted that they were brother and sister, so it was like an incestuous kind of thing cool. okay. going on but they they kind of decided to sweep that under the rug a little bit so so they uh are executed uh Yavatich is buried in unconsecrated ground that was for murderers and Arsa is meant to be burnt at the stake but then this supernatural <laughs> storm appears that and all these me, villagers are like run away <laughs> today's witch burning has been postponed due to rain <laughs> i just thought guys just do it tomorrow let's just keep her in the prison just do it tomorrow yeah. she'll be fine so they 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 bury her in the family crypt but they do this absolutely cool this super cool thing which like goes back to like the witchy folklore stuff which i love from like eastern european folklore is so interesting yeah. like i want to go and explore like romania and like all of these amazing places and just find like all of their history but they they uh like buried her in the family crypt stone huge stone crypt with her mask on with a window little glass window with a cross 
in her eyesight to keep her down mm. and what they would have originally done in sort of vamp- vampiric stuff is to have a curved blade attached uh sort of above their shoulders and across going across their neck and attached on the other side so if they tried to rate it tried to rise from the grave they would behead mm. themselves which is so metal it's yeah. like they found these graves that were just filled with um uh you know people who'd had their hearts removed and they were like they took all these precautions to make sure that they didn't rise from the grave well, I've like, got, I've got, so I've, cool. i have a tattoo of that very yeah very thing. it's so cool but i mean you get to see in this film there's like there's so much that uh, it's been not been parodied but it well it kind of has been parodied but it's been parodied it's been used we've seen it in other films we've definitely seen there's gonna be a lot of parallels with dracula in this um but it's really good to see like where those came from yeah. and why that is in movie lore what a vampire well, you can see film is all the things that we know about vampires has come from these mm-hmm. you know maybe like five or six like key texts and movies it's yeah. like this is where it all comes from yeah. and that's why sometimes when you go back in the history and sort of like read some of the original like folklore it's like so interesting you're like oh, i've never heard this take on it or seen mm. this little spin up um but yeah i just feel like we really need to hammer home like they did with the mask on uh, on arsa <laughs> but how good that opening is mm. how effective it is bef- everything up until um the the title comes up yep is so good like atmosphere out the wazoo yep um you know shot perfectly the lighting's perfect the music is so good as well um barbara Steele, who plays uh arsa is so good and katya later on but yeah so good and just everything about it i'm just like oh gets me gets me goosey so like i mean would you be like she was 18 when she did this film she looks about for, not in a bad way but she looks about 40 years old but they were saying like um the the idea yeah so she was like 18 years old she barely um she she couldn't really understand italian all that well um you'll notice if you're watching this that there's a lot of film like it's all in english and they all performed in english but there's a lot of the actors that had very very strong italian accents even when they were speaking english mm. so they dubbed them uh, they dubbed them over so to make it more accessible to international yeah, audiences. Yeah, so it's like a spaghetti western, basically. Yeah, so she is she is like eighteen years old. She's being directed around. She's obviously the sort of sexy like femme fatale or like the damsel in this movie. She was, um, you know, De- there was certain... definitely a lot of fainting going yeah, on. Yeah, there was fainting. <laughs> there was a lot of like exposing of cleavage and she didn't feel comfortable with that and so she uh you know has got it into her head like even now you know like i think she's like 82 now um the no wait she can't be she was 18 in 1960 that would mean she is add 60 she'd be 78 yeah something like that so i think she was 18 i'm sure that's what i read but yeah she she believes that she was known for not being um particularly easy to work with but it was a very difficult kind of working situation i think that she found herself in you know she was like new in this like horror movies and stuff like that but it started off her career as basically like an italian horror scream queen yeah so she went on to be in like several other movies that were all filmed in italy she's fantastic she's so magnetic Mm. you know what i mean like you said belies her years to say she's got such an amazing presence on Mm. on screen and she just has that look as well you know what i mean like some people 
like Elvira yeah. and Vampira and people like that have that kind of I know you know the hair and the makeup and the costume mm. kind of but you need to have the right face yeah. and she has the right face and she's a fucking fantastic actress so yeah. she's got the she does the, like the eyes package. yeah because they go very much into her being you know like they lead into like the hypnotic vampire yeah. kind of thing and she does she has those eyes <laughs> that just like I said the magnetic you can't help but be drawn into the performance she's yeah. so and good and the voice she's got this very you know like uh, like deep kind of yeah. throaty voice and it just works so well but like I was saying before you've got the classic story it's all the bits that I love so you've got like the superstitious uh, carriage driver the two strangers who are travelling through on a in a horse drawn carriage and they go down the different route and like you know discover these secrets and everything like that and mm. it's it's a story that we've seen before it's a story that we've talked about before on the podcast but it's still i still love it i'm yeah. not tired of it and i don't think no, i will i think they're saying about those like real simplistic kind of like folkloric tales yeah that there there's a reason why they've kind of like stood the test of time yeah yeah it's not like if it, if it ain't break, broke, don't fix it. Yeah. It's basically. just this, like, mystery unfolding and, you know, deaths along the way and, and everything else. I mean, the, the frigging castle's got, like, secret passageways and, like, yeah. you know, some... Uh, everything that happens, there's, like, an accident or something like that. You know, like, something catches on fire and something gets broken and then it uncovers a secret and yeah. they go and explore and it's just there's just so many good bits like so many bits that i really enjoyed in I, there. T- I tell you what i love when mm. they um so <laughs> first any scene where uh the professor and the younger doctor mm-hmm. um where they're together when they're down in the crypt i thought it was fantastic especially the first one where they have the giant bat fight wow, i literally wrote down giant bat fight <laughs> it was so good bat fight yeah uh, so you've got this like silhouette of a bat on the wall and then like it goes to this creature that's obviously on like a fish hook like a yeah. fishing line being dangled in front of the actor and it's just so funny and then that but that fight it, that bat never really gets answered apart from the fact that it's just a giant bat but it leads to him smashing the cross smashing the glass of the window that's into like Arsa's uh, tomb so you it, you know he smashed the cross therefore she's not being held down by it anymore mm. he then for for a doctor or a professor he's obviously you know like a doctor of history or whatever it is it doesn't really yeah, go he's a into medical like doctor, a, right? but they, well, he they, seems to know a lot about like the the lore of the. He's a he's a learned he's a learned gentleman. He's a That's professor. What, yeah, exactly. Okay, so I mean, they don't really care that much about like desecrating graves. They must desecrate like, like come two on now. of them. This is like the seventeen eighteen hundreds. People did not care about desecrating. He was just graves like, oh, there. what's this? And you hear this shloop as yeah. he pulls the mask off to reveal like her face has not changed it's meant to be like 200 years that she's been in the grave and it's not changed apart from the fact that she's got like pockmarked spikes and yeah. no eyes and no eyes no friggin eyes I fucking eyes. love the effects they have in this movie there's some really like cool like I, I even you know I can watch as many see what is it <laughs> visual effects artists react videos or whatever <laughs> and I'm still like how did they do that like yeah. they have um, there's two in particular like the reforming it's... of the eyes I thought was really cool yeah where like you see the empty sockets of the eyes and then all of a sudden it's almost kind of mm-hmm. starts to like bubble up and like the eyes kind of start to reform which is real cool but then also there's a scene later on where 
Arsa and Cassia, like basically Arsa is uh, draining Cassia of her life force. By holding her hand. By holding her hand. As, as you do, you know. Um, well, I guess they probably did it as holding her hand because they didn't have quite the the special effects knowledge to get two Arsa and Cassia's on true. screen at the same time. True, true. But anyway, like they do this thing. All I can imagine is that they drew on the actual film negative mm. where they make her like they start giving her old lady makeup yeah so new like, to also lines across the face i wrote down i was like how did they honestly how did they do I've that got, i've got to imagine that they just drew on the negative of the film that's all i can think either that or it's it got just, like some superimposed but yeah. they would never be able to match it up yeah so it just sort of uh appears so these lines appear and then later on like they disappear again yeah. she sort of becomes like young again but it's just so clever, so subtle, but mm. so cleverly done. And it and it obviously easily translates what or like explains what is happening without yeah. them having to speak about it. And it's just so good. But um, yeah, burbly goop in eye socket, I think, was what I wrote I down. I still think scorpions out of eye socket was the best. They're really tiny little scorpions yeah. as well. They're just like... <laughs> wah, wah, wah. But um, uh, interesting fact, Yavatic, who like, he's got... <laughs> a reasonable part in this he's not they they don't go into great detail because it's just like Arsa Vida is like the yeah, main she's character she's the main one but Yavatich gets brought back from the grave as well as we as we said okay um Yavatich gets brought back from the grave as we said but um uh one of the bits that made me laugh in the sort of superstitious um villagers bit is they're staying in like the local inn um and you've got this young girl who's like i don't want to go out and i just thought how stupid like this was my favorite bit through the whole thing she was just like i don't want to go out there you know like, oh, i'm scared and she was like basically you have to go out to the barn next to the haunted cemetery and milk the cow in the middle of the night this is just what has to happen okay <laughs> guys just milk more during the day just, just seriously just to, just to, but, you gotta reevaluate. you gotta yeah. get that workflow situation sorted out but the um the the actress who was the young girl is actually um the daughter of the actor who played Yavatich. so she's oh, okay. a, so his name's arturo dominici and she was germana uh, dominici but yeah i was just like really like that's you know so she goes out there she's like milking a cow mm. we see yavatich rising from the grave and like tearing the mask off his face and then he goes lumbering along and then the next time you see him he's relatively clean looking for a guy who's been under the ground for 200 years with a mask nailed to his face uh, maybe he drained some uh drained some animals yeah on maybe. The way. maybe but then sort of like you know him... it's it's just one of these like really bad there's some bad choices in this like uh the uh the professor just you know this you you're you've had a few vodkas yeah you've wandered down to the local pond to check out the frogs and to smoke see. your pipe yeah. and, and all that and then this black slow motion funeral carriage rides up with this man who gets out and he's dressed in like 16th century clothes and he says in a really doomy voice that you have to come with me. Would you go? No. You wouldn't go. Actually, I probably would. I'd be, <laughs> be like, like, that coach is fucking sweet. Yeah, let's, can I have let's this go. coach? <laughs> this may be the last thing I do. Maybe the last bad decision I make, but I'm, uh, I'm okay with it. Well then, uh, yeah, so he leads, he leads the professor through the house. Sorry, we're not going blow by blow, but these were the bits that really made me laugh. It was like, he, he, leads, the, uh, he leads the professor through the house 
and goes like oh go down here and he's like oh okay let's go down there goes wandering through the rule the trope really is if you're in a scary building and a door opens by itself just don't walk through it Mm. because if you walk through it it will inevitably close behind you and lock you in wherever you've just gone so maybe just think that through a little bit before you go walking through doors that open by themselves yeah for me this is where the movie falls down a little bit okay like i said i feel like once prince um Van- was it vanya vida vida yeah once Who's prince vida the, the like- actor is 36 who plays the prince okay the old guy <laughs> 36 no he's he's uh he's got some of that good talc in his hair um but once uh the professor turns and they turn up at the castle things drag major Mm. big time okay i was so hooked and then as soon as um yavutich and the professor turn up at the castle i was like ugh. especially when it gets into the less interesting younger doctor andre andre who's like a complete meet he's like the 16th century equivalent of like a jock he just like turns up and he just i don't know there's nothing to him um he's basically the guy from he made me think of in the the verdelac segment of black sabbath he's basically that guy yeah because he turns up he falls in love with like the beautiful villager woman who is like dealing with some real horrible family trauma and all he can do is just be like yeah but i really like you and stuff and we should just leave and she's (laughs) like i'm dealing i'm dealing with all of these like horrible things that are happening my family's dying around me and he's like yeah but who cares like you know just come and hang out totally hot let's get out of here I was like, oh god. Yeah, so that's a bit like, ugh. But he did make me laugh because at one point, like, was it after like Professor Professor Kruvayan, um, after he uh, disappears in the night to go and uh, to go and check out the prince, and and no one questions the fact that he's just like, I'm a doctor, but I can wave my hand in front of someone's face and just make them fall asleep, and they're like, oh good, that's that's a good that's a good skill to have. Well done. Um, but. Yeah, he, he turns up, he's at the inn and he's trying to find him. And he's just like, Dr. Krivayan, Dr. Krivayan. And one of the ladies who works there is just like, oh, he's gone. Like, he he didn't come back last night. Like, he's already left. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he just goes, could I have a horse? And she's like, yeah, let's have a horse. And I'm like... I feel like innkeepers used to do that kind of shit, though. So like, you, <laughs> like, is it that you gotta easy? You've got to get those Yelp reviews. Is it that I easy mean, to get a horse? TripAdvisor's uh, the lifeblood of the, of the business. So. We'll ask for that at our ne- next B&B. Could, yeah. I, could I have a horse? If you don't leave me, if you don't give me a horse, you're gonna be get one to, star. One star. One star. <laughs> um, yeah, there is not a lot going on, in my opinion, during this part. Like, like I said, it's just kind of like a bit back and forth. Scenes that are very, very similar. I feel like we have seen a lot of it during uh, the Christopher Lee, like the nineteen, mm. the, the the Hammer Dracula as well. Um, but in those scenes that had Cushing, you know mm. what I mean, and Cushing's. You know, he is wonderful. Yeah, he is. T- he he, he carries even in a scene where there's not a lot going on. Cushing can carry it, but these guys are not quite. Especially Doctor Doctor oh. Swoony MD. He's like <laughs> he's not. He's not got the the gravitas to carry it on his shoulders <laughs> on his big beefy shoulders. But um, but yeah, there is one fantastic part in this uh, in this middle section where um, it's like a real quiet moment. I can't remember. Is it? Um, is it the doctor who's like going through the 
he goes through the back of the fireplace and turns up in the crypt. Oh, with the booby the, painting. And the boot, yeah, it's a booby painting. Ben <laughs> Boris still fucking loved that. Be like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute, where'd you get the reference material for that booby painting? Um, but um, there's, um, uh, just just imagining, just um, <laughs> just um, and there's a scene where um, Arthur's tomb explodes yeah which i thought was fucking great that yeah. was the one part where i was like because it had been so quiet up until that point it'd been lots of like oh yeah that's right isn't it because uh is like drawing the professor like follow me and he yeah. brings him down to the to the tomb yeah and then the doors lock and then he doesn't the... remember that the whole other side of the building is open because yeah. they were walking out of there earlier but yeah. he's convinced he's he's just really really gunning for like trying to open that door that yeah. he just came through i'm like just walk out the other side no, mate that, like... was, that was locked as well right there's a door <sighs> to that part but anyway but when that i thought it was a really nice little jump like i feel like um in all the quiet that we've just been kind of like uh all the quiet that we've just had to sit through to have that nice little explosion mm. and it's a very cool visual as well yeah like, in the kind of like slightly far distance you see this tomb and all of a sudden just like right. bang it's like it sort of vibrates a little bit like yeah and then yeah. and then it explodes but I mean I found it kind of funny that you've got uh, Andre who's like madly in love he keeps talking about like um, Katia's beauty and everything else hasn't noticed when he meets the witch that like they look exactly the same they are literally yeah. exactly the same like the idea is that um, because they were unable to um, complete the uh, the burning of uh, Arsa uh, at the stake. The the cleansing flames did not fr- free her soul, so they decided to bury her in the crypt and just leave her there until it stopped raining. I don't know, and then they just decided to leave Isn't her there. Also, that, that all her ancestors are cursed with her beauty, but they'll never get to fulfil. Yes, because it wasn't was like, like like her other her other female ancestors yeah. also died really young. Yeah, so she said like hundred a hundred years after. So this yeah. is two hundred years after. So a hundred years after, one of her relatives who looked exactly like her as well, yeah, um, got really really ill and died suddenly, and they believe that that was the curse. And then you've got Katya who like. Um, you know, now it's two hundred years later, and she is the absolute spitting image of uh, of our survivor. So they were just like, you know, it's obviously gonna happen to her, and they didn't think to put any kind of precautions or protection in place, or you know, maybe try and burn the body to see whether that would do anything or anything like that. They just literally like, yeah. okay, just kind of pootle along, it's fine. They got two dogs, two good boys. Yeah, two uh, yeah. good black, black and white good boys. Good boys. That like, but people should pay attention to dogs in horror films because how many times have you seen you know like dogs barking, refusing to go into rooms and stuff like that, or backing away or anything? But everyone's just like, oh, they're just being silly, and the then thing- it ends up being should have listened to the dog. The thing that made me laugh is like they they run after Yavutic who disappears through the fireplace <laughs> and you see the two dogs lying on the floor and there's some sort of like puddle around them so and it's black and white so you can't really tell what it is mm. and they're like the dogs they've had their flo- throat slashed but then you see the dogs like clearly like <laughs> like yeah like moving around they're like what's going on over here they're like, fine they're fine they, these, this okay. is long before the days of uh, properly trained dogs I think they yep. were uh, they, they were, were like, good dogs they were just excited to be on set they can smell the craft service park. table yeah but I mean, that's maybe that's why peanut barks. That's true. Do you think yeah, we should pay be. more attention to peanut barking and not just being a jerk? But we she's being fine right now. Haunted house. But 
one one of the other things i don't know whether it was just that i didn't notice it or maybe it wasn't very clear because like it was sort of upside down so you've got um stable stable boy uh, servant of the house boris he doesn't really show up all that much but he gets sent <laughs> when he off turned to up, do i was stuff. like who's this guy yeah like so they're they're um like you know kids playing on the riverbank or whatever and they run down they run down the riverbank they've dropped something in the river and they're running down the riverbank and they suddenly discover boris who we vaguely got introduced to a little bit earlier yeah. where he was sent off to do something i was like i don't even remember what he was sent off to do like he was, you know, was sent he to get really... the doctor right so he was sent off to get the doctor so he... yeah okay so it makes sense yeah so then uh like yavatich obviously like it's like head him off at the pass killed him and then yeah. went off to go and get the doctor so okay so that's that probably makes... why he looked so good in fact i imagine he killed Boris. oh good point there see, we go see all, that wasn't all making sense yeah it didn't really yeah but it's not it wasn't yeah that's not explained explicit clearly. No, no, no. but all that's, the that's villagers a, a patented ollie theory but all the villagers come back and they're like his teeth are bad and his eyes are bulging out of his head and i was like really he just looked like a regular yeah, dead, dead guy dead just dude. a regular dead guy so they could have made that considering that they did um like uh you know the the effects that they did later on in in uh, black sabbath with like the doll creature mm. dead medium lady yeah like if he'd have looked like that yeah that would have been like seared into your memory because yeah. it was so good but yeah so we've got you know like secret passageways like we talked about earlier You've got Ivan, who was meant to be watching the secret passageway. Yeah, one fucking job, Ivan. Jeez. Uh, one deep. job, not to let the fireplace close, and you immediately fucked it up. Yeah, and then he gets hanged, which is like a good call to like. Oh, I was thinking the of Halloween reveal. at that yeah, point. I was the totally total thinking reveal. Of Halloween. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis running around at the end and like opening doors and dead people being behind them. Yeah. It just made me think of that. So, yeah, like Katya opens a door and like Ivan is like hanging from the ceiling, and I was like, that's really that's really freaking cool i think but, we get, we're getting on to the end now but yeah. like the end for me um a bit tailor two two halves okay to, to, to utter a, a football cliche on a, <laughs> on a horror podcast um there was some good stuff in there but i can't like the 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 fight with Yavutich, terrible really bad <laughs> it was like it was no dracula van helsing put it that way but um no they, it was not flung there was also around. no sound effects seemingly <laughs> in the whole it was really weird i was like had they not realized it uh, that that, that on-screen fights need sound effects yet people were throwing punches and people were getting thrown around and i was like this sounds way too realistic there's not enough like Boof, doosh, pow. No, yeah, they, there was uh, none of that they kind of stuck a lot with the um I think I wrote down at one point. I was like, "This is the windiest castle ever." Like, <laughs> I think they just stuck with making like sorry, atmospheric, <laughs> atmospheric sounds rather than uh, yeah. like actual like foley impact yeah, yeah. and stuff. Even to the point where like you've got the milkmaid. I just thought you know like there's the little little things like that which would have just added not yeah, like added no milk hit in the bucket yeah you didn't yeah, hear exactly. the milk hit in the bucket i was like all you need is a water pistol spraying into a bucket and you've got like milking sounds you I know said, just the, there you go it's it, the the importance of sound effects i remember one time when i was in film school we <laughs> this guy um who was supposedly doing sound as his specialism just shows the importance of a sound effect he had he was doing the sound effects on this movie and uh, there was a shot where a guy dropped a piece of toast onto a plate. The sound effect he used sounded literally like a guy just hurled a rock through a window. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it all, it's all about the sound effect. Um, the end with 
um, Arthur getting burned mm. was good. I st- here's what my I feel like we're kind of wrapping up now. Yeah, like, yeah. The end is pretty boilerplate. Like oh, uh, you know they catch the witch, they burn her. And then all of a sudden, uh, Katia comes back to life after having been drained of all her essence, etc., etc. Like I said, the Yavutic fight is massively lackluster, so it's not even really worth kind of like going into at this point. There's um, nothing, nothing for me. What, will touch. Here's, here's the what I wish. Dracula though. one. Here's what I wish. I wish this movie mm. had been sympathetic towards Arthur, and mm. that it was actually more about like. Persecute like a persecution thing. I was re- that's kind of what I was expecting it to be from well, the blurb when it was like a witch is burned uh, at the stake for you know cavorting with Satan or whatever, mm. um, and then she not before putting a curse. I was kind of like hoping, oh, this is going to be the story of how she gets even with them. Maybe that's kind of like a slightly more modern sensibility or a modern take on it, but I would have loved to have seen that because I feel like that Arthur character is definitely the, the best thing about this movie so I would love to have seen I would love to have had more of her and then on the flip side Yavutic who should be you know he should almost be like that Christopher Lee presence like he only shows up for like five minutes or so of screen time but he should have a big impact I just don't feel like I, like he did no. I feel like the performance was not great um sorry Uncle Dave or whatever his, <laughs> the guy's name, real name is. Like, I'm sorry, I know I keep on harking on about like the guy can't help how he looks. That's one thing. But the <laughs> casting people can be like, this guy does not look menacing. He literally just looks like some guy who he's worked a, at B and Q. He's a hired goon. Yeah, he's basically a hired goon throughout the whole thing. He barely has any lines. He doesn't have the. He's not, he's not the interesting vampiric monster. presence. No, no, he doesn't. Oh no, and no it's, way. It's such a shame. But no, I, it's actually a really, really good point. I didn't really think about like, um, you know, we like when we wrote the when we read the blurb for it, and it was you know like the the witch and everything. And right at the beginning, it seems very much like she was going to be like, "I'm not a witch. I don't know what you're talking about." Like you know, like or even like if it not, like been. I am a witch, but also fuck you because yeah. that's fine. <laughs> and then it would have followed her, whereas it follows the people who are discovering her basically. Yeah, yeah. And she doesn't actually, you know, she shows up with some bits. The bits that she is in are like really yeah. uh, have some. Uh, clout to them like yeah. you know she's like look into my eyes she delivers these amazing lines and stuff and she's like really got this kind of like like you said like proper magnetism but yeah it's it was just taken from like an interesting angle that we weren't really expecting um it could have been interesting to see it from another way whether it would have been better i don't know but i really like the way it it yeah, done. like you said, it's it's one thing to like rewrite the movie so the focus is like com- on a completely different character. But I do think that a big missed opportunity was with uh, County Vucic. I don't think he served the story enough. He wasn't, you know, like a an exciting character. Any any time he was on screen, I was a bit like, Meh. I preferred him when he had the fucking mask on. If yeah. I'm perfectly honest, I thought that was like a much more arresting visual. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was a bit of a shame. I do feel like the the middle stretch was a bit of a slog for okay. me. I definitely felt the eyes sort of like the <laughs> eyelids started to like creeping closed. <laughs> no. um, but I didn't. I didn't fall asleep. I did stick stick through it properly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it just uh, the middle for me just didn't really. It was a bit kind of like the same scenes repeated over and over again. Yeah. 
like something shocking happens and Katya faints and, and then, then they run into the room and then, and then uh, they yeah. kind of like come up with a theory of as to why it's happening or what they should do and then that happens again and then it happens again yeah you know but, there you go um one of the other characters that i thought was kind of funny and it does lead into bits like i'm not sure if the version that we watched was like cut in some way or whether they kind of this like there's a couple of threads that didn't really um like match up uh massively was um when they discover uh Arsa's crypt and you know have the big bat fight and destroy the thing smash the window and whatever shloop the mask off her face and they discover like this little oh, yeah, um, tablet what uh, the like folded folded uh so it's like a picture like a picture frame that has two like halves folded yeah, it's over it's almost like with, an old altarpiece yeah with like inscriptions and stuff on the inside and um yeah, they, that, they, they just even take translate it? it. No, they take it with them. They literally <laughs> take it. Yeah, they literally take it with them, and they're just like, "Oh, souvenir from the witch." And I'm like, "Okay, that's." But good. then the the father like is like, "Oh, I'll I'll translate this." The priest, yeah, the priest comes along, who's got this incredible fake beard and he- huge <laughs> S- hair. Senor, senor hairpiece. <laughs> he is senor Pig. He is incredible, but yeah, he like they give it to him, and he's just like, "Oh, you know, it's in like." Um, Cyrillic or something like that and he's just like oh you know it will take a while but I have some uh, you know and he goes the key is to find the you know the key word and I have some old text that I'll be able to translate this or whatever doesn't go anywhere that's got to be there's there's got to be a either a cut scene or just yeah like in the version that we watched maybe that that scene was taken out but you've got to imagine that when you're implying that there's going to be a word that occurs over and over again it's going to be satan or something similar like that and then it's going to be like you know they're going to figure it out that way but it really doesn't like i said any of that middle section with uh dr beefcake md (laughs) and and senior hairpiece those were definitely the weakest points for me Although um, the priest did make me laugh because it was the bit, it was just like, okay, so they they find Yavatich's grave. But, do, but, but it's the professor's got the in there. professor in there. And then the priest comes along and goes, well, this is how you tell. Pushes a crucifix into his head, which they, uh, onto his forehead, which like starts to bubble and burn or whatever. And we're like, okay, that's pretty cool. But he does that. And then he's like, right, so all you need to do now. And he just like produces this like blade ice pick type thing or whatever. And he just goes through the, the corpse's left eye. You hear this scream from like, off in the ether somewhere yeah. it's obviously meant to be like the professor spirit, yeah. dying and he's like so this is what you need to do you need to go to the witch's crypt you need to find her you need to stab her through the left eye and it's like you know a lot about this shit it probably yeah. would have been a good idea for you to give up this information <laughs> earlier mr priest man but yeah the um you, you like we said we're, we're sort of getting towards the end now which did like make me chuckle a little bit because like you know they've got the villagers who are getting upset about poor old boris and um they uh uh you know andre the, the you know like fancy doctor guy yeah makes it sort of figures out which of them is arsa and which of them is is katya he almost gets hypnotized by arsa he works out which one's katya the villagers come along and they grab her and you know for a powerful witch she's overpowered pretty easily also, I, I did that's once again goes into what we were saying before like how i would have loved to have seen it from her point of view it's like twice in a row she just gets like set upon by these these pitch war building yeah. villagers and i was like i felt almost sorry for her mm. i felt almost sorry for her. i would love to see a version of this movie where it was kind of like slightly more sympathetic to the witch 
Um, but you know. Yeah, I mean, they considered making a uh, doing like a remake of it, but it would, and they asked whether I think they asked Bava whether they, whether he would consider doing like you know like a full color version. He was like, no, no. Um, no, I think it's fine as is. But yeah, the other bit that made, <laughs> the other bit that made me chuckle about that that whole part was um, like Andre the Doctor is just like you know pouring his heart out to the priest, and he's just like, I just don't understand. You know, she is you know she she gets to die with Katya's beauty and we're like oh so it's all about how she looks now is it you jerk like he's one of these people who's just like in these films like we've talked about before you know they meet someone and they're just like i love you within within a day of of, i do feel like back in the day it must have been so easy to get married to just like you want to get married you're the first person i've seen who doesn't look you know like like you've got the the plague exactly let's get it off yeah but um yeah so he's just like my life is over and and everything and all i was doing for literally one day all i was doing was watching the priest because he's looking at him in this like is that what get over it kid. what seriously and then uh Asa gets burned and then you get that really cool effect where like Katya goes from like old like lined on the face to like the you know incredible beauty that she is and it was just like it's it's really cool and then they're just like everyone's fine yeah, hooray that's it. and that's it that's the end now so... I, d- I feel like the conversation we've been having I feel like it sounds like we've been shitting on it for mm. quite a while I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yep. I did really like it. I'm kind of holding it up to a high standard. The two films I'm kind of comparing it to are uh, Black Sunday, uh, Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. and Dracula. Yeah, I like both of those movies more than I like this one. Yeah, I feel like nothing in this movie even holds a candle to um, the kind of like scare and. Um, kind of like creativity of a drop of water which i still think is maybe the best thing that we've seen in all of our watching so far Mm -hmm. like that one little segment like 20 minute segment was so fantastic i fucking loved it Mm -hmm. um and the performances with the exception of barbara Steele, in this are nothing in comparison to dracula you Um, can't really compare because Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing. They're just incredible. Um, yeah, I know. I understand what you're saying, but we are. This is what we're doing. We're, yeah, we're creating a list of the top 100 horror movies of all time. Do I think it was better than Dracula? No. Do I think it was better than Black Sabbath? No. Do I think it was really good and probably deserves a place on the list? Yeah, definitely. It definitely. And it's just, deserves and a watch. I'm all, the thing that still boggles my mind. This movie was made in 1960. It's gory as fuck. Yeah. And it has one of my favourite openings to any horror movie we've seen so far as well. Yeah. Like, it, like the atmosphere that they create in that opening scene <laughs> before the opening credits roll is amazing. And mm. I would 100% get it tattooed on my back if I <laughs> had the money and time. But, you know, I was just like, this is so cool. There were loads of great ideas in it. Barbara Steele's fantastic. Um, I just feel like the main villain, the, the guy who, you know, Yavutic, who should have been more of a player or had something more about him, was relegated, like you said, to basically goon territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the middle just dragged. And, you know, that was that. Yeah, it was a little bit of a shame. Like I said, you know, like the whole like Yavutic um, Arsa thing could have been, you know, like um, I'd love to have seen like a beautiful vision of them, like. Um, on the crypt set which is huge when you see it at the beginning it's like i said it's got that real black sabbath like open 
uh, like Verdalac, yeah, like yeah. ruined, you know, looks awesome kind of thing. Um, to have uh, a shot of uh, Arsa and Yavatich like uh, just in an embrace, yeah, um, I, standing even, up, even then, silhouetted on a hill then, or something. Just would picture have been those so two. Cool. Picture those two characters together no. embracing, and you're like, no. nope, no. <laughs> creepy uncle. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm creepy not into uncle it. uncle Yavatich, it's yeah. just no good. If anything, they, the guy who played the the prince. The one who, the older prince, Prince Constantine. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. No, oh no, no, not her brother. Oh, her dad. Her dad. He was. He could have fucking pulled it off more than the dude that they had. Yeah, he gave me Karloff vibes at, yeah, at various points. Even like you said, like, did you say he was thirty six? Yeah, thirty six. Okay, this, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. People did look a lot older back then. Um, <laughs> did it shit you up? Uh, it didn't shit me up, but I found it very entertaining. There were certain bits where I was absolutely hooked. Like I yeah. really did enjoy it. Like I said, the beginning part grips you so much. The begin, the middle part, just there's just some areas where like it could have been better, but. Yeah. It was still enjoyable. Uh, I didn't sort of find it as uh, as boring and uh, sleep-inducing as you did, but like I said, it was just some some of those scenes in the middle where I just felt it was too repetitive. Lots of someone shrieking, someone running into a room. <laughs> they would come up with a theory, then they'd leave, and then they would just keep on doing the same over and over again. Yeah, it was just a bit like, all right, guys, this this let's. I'd have preferred to see some scenes of like Yavutich like terrorizing the villagers yeah. or something like that. Like that would have been cool. But... More creepy stuff happening, or more yeah. talking to the villagers about like the stories that they've been passed down from their yeah, ancestors like that and stuff. Because cool. they all know the castle, they all know the stories, and they yeah. all know the people. Like, let's just find out a little bit more about that and like what's driving them. Basically, yeah. it would have been really cool. But otherwise like uh, aesthetically incredible yeah really really good um absolutely um earns a, a space on the list absolutely oh yeah there's already like 10 movies where i'm like oh i preferred it to that no doubt <laughs> so it's definitely gonna stay on the list but yeah. um but yeah cool right yeah. well i think that about wraps us up for uh for black sunday yeah what have we got coming up next week oh my god right so next week is number 73 it came out in 1974 it stars the original Lois Lane from the Superman movies, and it is the precursor to many a slasher movie. Is it Black Christmas? Yes. Wow. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're all kinds of off on the timing of this, yeah. but there we go. Yeah. So Black. So Black Christmas is uh, one of the classic like stalk and slash uh horror movies so it's a group of sorority sisters who start getting creepy phone calls and then uh people are turning up dead and uh all sorts of horrible things happen i'm looking forward to a good slash of it i feel like everything we've watched a lot of kind of like um supernaturally Mm. kind of you know creepy things like nothing that's been like let's have some good old fashioned jump scares yeah literally a a human who is the monster yeah i mean we haven't had it for i feel like it's a good it'll be a good break from this kind of thing cool right fantastic um so if you have got any thoughts on mario bava or black sunday or if you want to give us a preemptive uh review of black christmas which neither of us have seen no nope so if you want to give us a review of black christmas uh get us uh, on any of the social media uh, facebook or instagram at behind the sofa podcast uh, make sure you go and leave a rate a review and a subscribe on anywhere where you listen to podcasts tell a friend 
Um, yeah. Because we've got some good stuff coming up soon. We might have, I think we've got some guests coming up soon as well. Ooh. So um, give, us a, give us a shout. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, if you disagree, let's uh, send us a photo of a relative of yours that looks like Count Your Voos Hitch. <laughs> uh, probably pissed at Christmas with a party hat on or something. Do it. But do it. Um, right. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. Remember again, go to uh, tinyurl.com slash watch Black Sunday so that you can watch the trailer, which is really cool. Um, and there's also the link on there for Amazon Prime users to get a free trial of Shudder. So you can catch up on a lot of the movies, including Black Sunday um and you can yeah find out all sorts of cool stuff and and check out what we've got on our list yeah there are many many on there that are on the list and you may find a new horror favorite so thanks again go and watch uh the lighthouse yes if it's playing anywhere near you go watch the lighthouse it definitely requires being viewed at a cinema Mm -hmm. so uh so awesome right okay i think that's about it from us yeah so from behind the sofa good night I almost forgot who said it then for a second. <laughs> <laughs>